Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Wild Menopause Podcast. Diane here, and I am just riding the waves of a fabulous weekend. I was just up in the mountains in the Adirondacks with some friends, with my husband, my son, and some friends that we hike with. And a couple of our friends who live up there hosted us for the weekend. And oh my gosh, they live in this beautiful place right in the middle of an apple orchard, which this time of year in upstate New York is just in full bloom. It was euphoric. And he, he went, my friend Mike went all full out, um, set up a picnic table in the backyard with his gorgeous dinner. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in Italy. <laughs> so anyway, there was, there was, the whole weekend was like that, you know, like sometimes it's, it's just, it's just like that and it takes some time to digest it. And so that's what I've been doing over the past day or so, just kind of remembering all the little moments and looking at the photos and just, you know, drinking it in, digesting it. Sometimes that can be um, challenging, right? To really digest pleasure, to really digest amazing experiences can be, um, can be challenging. So <laughs> it's good to take care of our nervous systems whenever we've had, uh, these kind of euphoric experiences, just, just as much as we do when we've had, um, you know, quote unquote negative experiences that have been really challenging in another way. But just, um, I just wanted to bring that in because sometimes, that can be an issue, right? The digestion piece or coming down and crashing too hard. And how do we drink in the pleasure in a sustainable way is a question I'm always asking myself, right? And working with clients on that as well. So yeah, today's episode is, is about one of my favorite topics, the female core. And if you followed me for a while, you've probably heard along the way that I used to be a Pilates teacher. And I also taught hot, hot power yoga, which is very core centric in some ways. But I was a Pilates teacher for many years. And I just, um, after, you know, giving birth, three big babies, three vaginal births over a short span of five years, I got really interested on, in a very personal way with the female core and how to heal and how to optimize function of this all important part of us, right? Our pelvis, but it also includes our lower back and our inner thighs and our pelvic floor and um, all those things that I'm going to be talking about in this episode. So yeah, this is a big topic of mine, big interest of mine, I should say. So what I'll be sharing here in this episode is all about the deep core, your deep core, the female deep core, 
And we'll go into lots of detail on that and also a bit on how the jade egg practice can really help you optimize um, the function of this amazing part of your anatomy. So when we think about core strength, right away we think about abdominals, right? That totally makes sense. Um, that's what we normally do. But there's so much more to the equation than just abdominals. In fact, if we just focus only on abdominals, we can actually disrupt the balance of our core and actually make our core weaker over time or less efficient, not available for optimal function. And I like to explain to people when I talk about the core, uh, the female core, is that we're ta- what I'm talking about here is your deep core team. And all of these players are important. So we're talking about your deepest abdominals for sure, but also there are layers of other abdominals that are really important as well. Um, But we're talking the deep abdominal band, the transverse abdominus, right? When we go deep core. (laughs) Um, And also the pelvic floor, really important to get. The pelvic floor is a really important part of the deep core team. But we're also talking about um, some of your lower back muscles and your inner thigh muscles as well of your legs. But um, really important player is the vagina. And this is a piece of the puzzle that many women are missing, right? Your vagina is the epicenter in many ways of your core strength, true core strength, functional core strength. So true deep core strength is not about abs of steel. It's not just solely about the abdominals. And we'll unpack that in a moment. Um, and I just want to say that a lot of ladies love a sculpted look, right? They, they want their abs to be ripped and they want that washboard look, six pack, eight pack, whatever you want to call it. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that, right? But we want to make sure that um, what's underneath that is functioning in a very vibrant and healthy way. You see what gives that look of the washboard effect is a very superficial layer of the abdominals, right? It's called the rectus abdominis. And there are many ways to work that muscle, but it's again, very superficial and it doesn't give you true core strength. Like from the inside out is what I'm talking about. So there are different layers of your abdominals and they're all really valid to be working with. But when we talk about deep core strength, we want to really hone in on what's called the transverse abdominis. And this is a big focus in Pilates, right? Getting in and working with this deep horizontal band of your abdominal muscles that, you know, live, they, they hug all around kind of like a corset. And this deep layer of muscle is designed to work along with your pelvic floor, your vagina, even your lower back muscles, your inner thighs, and even your thoracic diaphragm, right? Because your breathing is involved as well for true functioning, deep core strength. And if we just focus on the, the superficial layer, Say if a very athletic woman has abs of steel, right? Magazine abs. <laughs> but she also is having issues with incontinence. That's really common in the fitness world and the weightlifting world to someone, for someone to look really fit, but actually they're having a lot of issues with urinary incontinence. It's not healthy or normal if you're peeing when you work out. There, I said it. (laughs) And I know there's, it's been so normalized and it's just not normal, right? It should not be happening in most cases. And you can absolutely turn it around and you want to turn it around. It just gets worse over time, especially if you're working out hard. Say if you're um, running a lot, any kind of bouncing, or say if you're doing a lot of weightlifting, um, things like that, it can really make that issue worse over time. 
Another thing that could be going on under the surface of um, a seemingly strong core, right, a sculpted core, is something called pelvic organ prolapse. And just as it sounds, it's when the pelvic organs, it's a condition, when the pelvic organs begin to move out of place and they start to bulge into the vaginal canal and even the vagina itself can collapse in on itself. In extreme cases, there are different levels of severity, but in extreme cases, your organs, your bladder, your uterus could actually fall out of the body. It totally happens. And it's, yeah, it's more common than you think. I think over 50% of women will navigate this over their lifetime. I remember years ago when I was in a yoga teacher training um, for a hot yoga ch- training and I was um, having lunch with an OBGYN and she found out I was a Pilates teacher. So we started to geek out about the core, just our favorite core yoga positions, and, you know, just basically just being geeks about the core. And, um, and then she started telling me about this condition that I had never heard of. And I actually had it at the time <laughs> and I didn't even know it was a thing, right? After three babies, I... I had a low level of pelvic organ prolapse. I didn't didn't even know I had it. So then when she started describing, I'm like, oh, I started just examining. I'm like, yeah, I do have that bulging feeling um, down there. And it feels like weird and it feel, doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. And she said, it's super common. And she said, listen, I spend most of my days performing surgeries that should not even have to happen. She's like, whatever you can do as a core instructor, try to find a way to teach women about the pelvic floor. Right. So I really took that on because first of all, for my own healing, but then I got really jazzed about learning more about it so I can start to teach women. And what I found was I couldn't really bring that into, you know, the fitness realm, the way it's set up, of course, because um, when you talk about the female core and the pelvic floor, we're talking about sexual anatomy and that's just, um, isn't the right container to be talking about it. So I had to branch off of that a little sidebar there, but, um, yeah, the, what really hit me with that conversation was when she said, most of the surgeries I perform shouldn't have to happen. And not only that, um, I forget the stats on this. I think it's within five years, most women who have um, some kind of surgery related to pelvic organ prolapse, and this may have changed since the time I saw this stat. Um, I think it's like, I don't know how many, within five years, many women have got to repeat the procedure. Like that's no fun, right? Going back into surgery to try to address this problem. So that could be going on under the surface, um, especially if you know are never addressed issues postpartum and maybe you are lifting heavy weights without proper integration of the pelvic floor and vagina. You, you could be setting yourself up for developing pelvic organ prolapse or just making an existent, existing condition worse. So a few other things that might be going on if uh, the focus is just abs of steel, right? And ignoring the rest of the deep core team is that when we have the rigidly held abs, especially if we are sucking it in and up all the time, right? Not letting these muscles move the way they're designed to move. We really block our breath. We block proper breathing, right? Because on every inhale, our thoracic diaphragm is really designed to float down like this big jellyfish and all the organs beneath it, including our pelvic organs, need to move as well as a result or they're designed to move as well. And that movement is really important for, um, for your, for your sexual function. When you think about it, um, we have the intestines there as well. So this absolutely affects digestion and all the movement that wants to happen with a deep 
breath in doesn't get to happen. Breathe, breath in, but also breath out. So as we breathe in, all those organs float down. And as we exhale, they float back up. This fluid up and down movement is really important for your overall health, vitality, and happiness, really, to get everything moving as it should. And not only that, it blocks the movement of the breath from reaching the pelvic floor. See, ideally, on every inhale, the inhale, the the movement of the diaphragm and those organs would also reach down to your pelvic floor and give it this kind of stretching motion. So it would open and kind of receive and stretch wide and on the exhale, coming back in. So there's this movement of the pelvic floor that doesn't get to happen when we have rigidly held abdominal muscles, especially if we're doing that chronically. And this inhibited movement of the pelvic floor, if the pelvic floor is not allowed to have full range of motion, right, to move the way it's designed to move is the way I like to explain it. Um, Because wherever there's a muscle in the body, it wants movement, right? And if we don't let the movement happen, the muscle and the fascia get really cranky. They get tight, they get rigid, they get dry, they just are, are cranky, right? And that happens in our pelvic floor when we don't let that movement happen. We don't allow, say, your sit bones to move and your tail and sacrum need to move. And if those movements don't happen, it gets cranky. And that absolutely can result in, well, discomfort, vaginal dryness, but can lead to pelvic pain, right? Rigidly held abs and tightness in your pelvic floor absolutely can lead to things like vulvodynia and all kinds of pelvic pain. And not only that, the restriction of the pelvic floor movement, right? Not allowing the pelvic floor to move as it's designed to move can really cause some lower back pain as well, right? That movement of the sacrum, that triangular bone back there needs to happen for your SI joints to be happy, for your lower back to be happy. And this is a common pain point for so many people. Not only that, when we have rigidly held abdominals, when we block that that flow, that movement of the breath getting into the pelvic floor, it blocks our orgasm, right? The uh, full anatomy of your clitoris resides in the pelvic floor, and it also needs movement to uh, be be functioning optimally, to really um, be able to provide you with the feelings of bliss and joy, which is what this um, part of your erotic anatomy is all about. And when we don't let the pelvic floor move and breathe, we can really block um, the energy of that, right? There's there's the uh, the physical movement, but it's also an energetic component, the chi. The chi doesn't get to flow like it's designed to flow and really support you in feeling good. And it's not common to think about this. I mean, I think about it a lot, but most people don't. But the vagina also needs to move, have full range of motion. If everything in that region is going to be happy and healthy, right? So if we talk about just simple functional anatomy of how your body's designed to move, the vagina is designed to draw things in and push things out. So there's not only the the hugging in and releasing motion of that um, that lateral movement, so to speak, there's also a drawing in and pushing out an up and down motion that wants to happen. And that movement of the vagina Not only that movement, there are also really subtle, more dexterous movements that you can master with the vagina, but the movements of the vagina are absolutely essential for true deep core strength. This is such a great place to focus on because when the vagina gets to move the way it's designed to move, 
then the pelvic floor gets to move as well. They can, they work in unison. And again, of course, the lower abdominals are connected to that, right? As we inhale, the belly and the pelvic floor and the vagina expand on the exhale, they contract and there's this fluid um, pulsation that wants to happen. And that's really how it's designed to work. And I want to add too that when we have tension, tightness stored in the vagina, it absolutely affects the function of our core. And this goes for all the regions of the vagina. Um, I'll just talk about three here specifically. The entrance of the vagina, which I call the gateway, right? The entrance there um, can hold a lot of tension. There can be stored emotions there that are causing tension and even pain and tightness. And no judgment on that whatsoever. It really makes sense. The world that most of us have lived in, we all have things stored there that we need to work on um, to integrate and release if we want to feel truly, um, you know, fully functional in this area. And then moving up the G-spot area, or I like to call it the the goddess zone, because it's really not a spot, it's a whole zone. And if you work with me, you'll learn more about that. But it's a whole zone of, um, you know, orgasmic anatomy in there that uh, we could store a lot of emotions there. And um, again, tightness and stiffness and tension can be held there. And that absolutely affects the the function of the vagina, which affects the whole core, the whole core team. And also thirdly, up by the, the cervix and the cervical area in general. So if you've had your cervix removed, still really important to pay attention to this because the energetic blueprint is there. And this is one of the endpoints of the vagus nerve. Um, so there's, there's a lot of value to be working with this area, but another area where so many women can be storing tension and, um, that can, that can express as, you know, tightness and pain, discomfort, any, um, in any of these zones, areas of the vagina can, um, really be the, the, the root cause of like painful sex and things like that. And if, if that's happening for you, it, it can absolutely inhibit the, the full power of your deep core and your deep core team. Cause when the vagina doesn't get to move the way she's designed to move because of held tension and tightness, then it affects the whole thing. So from more of an energetic perspective, what we're talking about here is sexual energy. And in the Taoist tradition, they call that Jing. Jing, J-I-N-G. <laughs> I just love that word, Jing. There's a Zing to it, right? So our Jing, right, resides here. This is all in the lower Dantian. And when our deep core isn't functioning as it should, it really blocks the flow of our sexual energy, of our jing. And the way it's designed to work, again, according to the Taoist tradition, is that this is the foundation for our vitality, for our creativity, for our longevity. And um, it's not just about sex, it's about how you feel, how you, how you are in your life. And when we're cut off, when we have abs of steel, we really are cutting off from our jing, from our supply of jing, of the way it's designed to flow. It's really designed to fuel you, to fuel your heart, right? All the love and all the giving you, you do in the world. And also it's designed to really fuel your, what's called the shen, your, your, um, your spiritual path, right? There's definitely a spiritual component to this as well. But my main point about that is that your sexual energy is supposed to fuel you, help you feel good in your life and really help you do what you came here to do as a human on this planet. 
So true female core strength from my perspective is really about harmonizing and toning, never tightening. We don't want to tight anything. (laughs) Um, Your deep core team, right? Starting with the vagina. I think it's a great place to focus on. Uh, Again, it's the epicenter, Um, but the vagina, the pelvic floor, the abdominals, the thoracic diaphragm, and even some of the lower back muscles and inner thighs, like they're all designed to work together in harmony. And a big part of my work with the jade egg is um, helping women get back to that experience of what a truly integrated core feels like. It feels amazing, right? It should feel you. It should feel amazing. Um, it should ignite you and um, just bring bliss into your body, right? And so many people, I think, um, they're like, oh, I hate abdominal work. I hate core work. And it's like, um, understandably, when we don't <laughs> when we don't inhabit the true female core, of course, our body's going to be screaming at us like, what are you doing to me? And don't get me wrong. I love to work out. I love to work hard. But um, I've learned how to do it in a really, you know, smart way. Like my um, my core practice with the jade egg is very different than my workout practice, right? Um, but again, the, um, the, the premium tool for this, the premium practice for harmonizing your deep core, the, the, the female deep core, I should say, is the jade egg practice. I have not found anything that um, can, can get us there more effectively than, than this practice. So that's a big focus on what we work on is getting full range of motion in the pelvic floor and the vagina to, um, you know, restore function and that, that fluid power that rides, resides within you. Um, and when you do, uh, you, you just feel ignited from the inside out, right? You just feel good. And this like spark of energy, just kind of flows from you, right? When we're talking about, especially the deep vagina, when you get into the cervical realm, there's this um, energy there that's just designed to, um, first of all, help you heal. It's connected to the vagus nerve, but also to help you attain sustainable states of bliss. I know that might sound a little woo or like, what is she talking about? But yeah, it's you have to experience to really feel it. But um, there's a lot there and it, a fully functioning vagina, a fully orgasmic vagina, really um, is the foundation of a radiant core. Let's, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> There's a lot I could say. I get on my uh, my pelvic soapbox. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it there for now. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And um, yeah, working with the jade egg is an amazing way for you to really experience true deep core strength, harmonize your deep core and, and feel that radiance ignite from within. All right. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. 
It's all on my site waiting for you at ShaktiCore.com. I'll see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.